Hey, everybody, it's MJ. And I guess I must just be in a mood to talk about stories about going to the hospital and being sick. Because this next story is about me and my whole episode of getting sick and having um, emergency surgery as well. But it started off really about my birthday. So I was turning 39 on my actual birthday and I wanted to lose some weight. Now, I'm trying to lose weight a whole year in advance because I was going to have the big 40 the following year and I was going to have this great party and I needed to at least give myself a full year to get myself together. So I told my husband, I said, for my 39th birthday, I want you to take me to this acupuncture uh, place and they actually will staple your ears and help you with uh, losing weight. So my husband's like... Uh, I don't want to spend the money on that because that sounds stupid. I'm like, no, it's a bunch of people that I know that have done it and it's actually working for them. So I want to have my ear staple. Please take me to get my ear staple. So he takes me to the acupuncture place and they staple my ears. And so when they staple your ears, I didn't really understand the full concept of it. I just, you know, was like, okay. This is what you do, but it's really a a real for real staple, like a staple out of a staple gun. But they staple that little middle cartilage piece in between, you know, in between your earlobe right in there in the middle in the center part. So when I got there, they, you know, explained it to me. I said, well, how does this work? They said, we staple it. You uh, it should start making you uh, less hungry. And this is how it works. And um, you could probably keep it in up to at least three months at a time. So I said, okay, but it was pretty expensive, but okay, I'm gonna give it a try. So I got my ears stapled and just let me just tell you right now, it hurt. It hurt really, really bad. My ears were very, very, very tender, but it was worth it if I was going to lose weight and I was going to be, you know, fine as wine for my 40th birthday. So I was willing, no pain, no gain, you know how us women are. So. I got my actual ear stapled on my birthday. Two days later, I'm at work. I'm in a meeting that is lasting for hours, if seemed like. And I'd had lunch. They had paid for lunch. I can't remember what we had, but I thought whatever I had gave me really bad indigestion and gas. So I was sitting there, and I was kind of doubled over. I was like, this is like terrible gas and indigestion. I've just never had, I've had it before, but I've never had it to this extreme. I mean, to the point where I was actually doubled over, like with my head on the desk. I was feeling so bad. And I just kept on praying, like, please hurry up and let's end this meeting. So once I ended the meeting, I'm the parent because my husband worked for the railroad And I'm the one that had to drop off, pick up my son and get him, you know, to whatever activities he had after school and then go home, fix dinner and, you know, help him with his homework and all that kind of stuff. So I left the meeting. I drove to his school, basically doubled over the steering wheel. I was in so much pain. But I'm just thinking like, okay, if I can get home, I can take some gas X or something to relieve myself and I'll just be fine and just go lay down for a little bit. I'll grab him some takeout and we'll be good. So I grab him, 
then I started feeling really nauseous. I mean, like, I'm so sick. I am praying as I am driving, like, Lord, please just let me make it home. But instead of going home, I had my good common sense kick in. And my son's Mimi lived close to my house. And so I said, okay, let me just drive over to Mimi's house and drop him off. And then if I think at this point, I need to go to urgent care. So I'm so messed up. I can't even get out of the car. I pull up in the driveway. I tell him, go ring the doorbell. Tell her that I'm going to urgent care and I'll be back. Okay. Get to urgent care. Tell them what's going on. At this time, they're doing their workup, drawing blood and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm not in an emergency room. I'm in actual urgent care. Okay. Keep that. Remember that. Put a pin in that part. So they come back in and they say, well, your blood count is kind of off. Your white cells are more than your red cells or something. It was a bunch of gibberish to me. And they're like, you're going to need to go to the emergency room. So I'm sitting there looking at them like, why do I need to go to the emergency room? This is not gas. They were like, well, this is basically out of our jurisdiction and we need you to go to the emergency room. We're going to call the main hospital and have you go over to this particular hospital. So I said, okay. I said, well, can I go tomorrow? Because I just want to go home and sleep it off. They were like, no, we need you to go straight to the emergency room. So I'm like, okay, this sounds serious. They were like, it is. Please don't pass go. No, do pass go. Go. So I said, okay. So I called Mimi. I said, okay, I am on my way to the emergency room. They want me to go to the hospital. She was like, well, what's wrong with you? I said, they won't tell me. She said, okay. She said, well, just call me when you get there and let me know what's going on. I said, okay. In the meantime, oh, I forgot to tell you this part. I'm having chest pain. So, but I'm still thinking it's indigestion, you know, but I'm like, golly, this this gas bubble, this chest pain is just not, you know, it's like got a good hold on me. So I get to the emergency room. I go in. I'm like, okay, I'm here. The care, uh, care now, urgent care people said I needed to come straight over here. They were sending some paperwork over, blah, blah, blah. They were like, okay, have a seat. They bring me back, put me in the room with the curtain. I'm back there on my cell phone because I'm still not thinking it's anything serious, really, like talking about it. So I'm texting some of my friends, and I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. So one of my girlfriends was like, well, where are you? I'll meet you. I'll come up there. And I'm like, oh, it's not necessary. She's like, well, just tell me where you are. I said, okay. So the doctor comes in. They were like, okay, we're going to run some more tests, do some x-rays, blah, 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 blah. Okay. By this time, my girlfriend shows up. So we're sitting in the room, chit-chatting. My chest is really hurting. Like, I know I said I was a hypochondriac. And in that moment, I probably should have thought I was having a heart attack. But I guess I was just so blown away that the events that had led up to this point, I just I couldn't click in on that because it seemed like the gas and the indigestion was even more so bothered me versus the chest pains. Okay, so the doctor comes in after hours. And so he says to me, he says, "Um, we're going to need to have you to stay. And I said, "Okay, what's wrong with me? 
because I sat up because I was laying down. I sat up. He says, well, your potassium is super low. That's why you're having the extreme chest pain, because when you have low potassium, uh, you can have a heart attack. So uh, my eyes buck out. I'm like, wait, what? He was like, yeah. I said, "Okay." so that's the only thing that's wrong with me. He said, oh, no. And you're going to have to have surgery. Surgery for what? What else is wrong? He was like, it's your gallbladder. I said, "Okay." I said, well, I got a kid that said it's Mimi's house. He doesn't have an overnight bag. Now, this is I'm going into mobby mode now. I'm like, he doesn't have an overnight bag. He has to go to school tomorrow. So can we schedule this? He's like, didn't I just tell you that your potassium low, you could have a heart attack? No. And you have to have your gallbladder removed. No, you're staying. I'm like, no, I'm not. I said, okay, tell you what. So I'm like really arguing with the doctor. My girlfriend's like, no, you idiot. You're staying. I'm like, okay, but I've got to go get him a bag pack. She was like, he's at his Mimi house. They'll figure it out. You got to have surgery. So she tells the doctor, she's nuts. Get her a room, whatever you need to do. Okay, so I'm tripping because I'm like, okay, this is my first real incidence besides having a baby, being in a hospital in an emergency room and saying I got to have real surgery. So I'm like losing my mind. I'm like freaking out. So the nurse comes in. They are like, "Okay, we've got to give you um, potassium injections. Well, if anybody has ever had any, please reach out and let me know, because that is like the worst thing I have ever experienced. I would not put that on my enemy or anybody that I don't like. So what it is, is that it's a needle that they inject real potassium into your vein and it burns. It burns so bad and it's going through your arm and it's just, oh, it was just like acid going through my veins. And I was screaming and hollering because I was like, it's burning. And all they could do is like, you got to deal with it. You just have to because we got to get your potassium up because you can't have surgery if your potassium levels aren't where they need to be. So it's a whole production. I'm just like a hot mess. So I don't have any clothes. They were like, you gonna, I'm like, I don't have any clothes. I don't have this. They were like, we're going to give you everything. You're going to get a gown. You're going to, you know, whatever. So then I'm like, oh, my God, my husband. I'm having surgery. I said, so when am I having a surgery? Like, we're going to schedule first thing tomorrow morning, early in the morning. But we'll give you a time. So I'm like, he's on a train. He's got to be here. I can't have surgery because I crash and die. He needs to be here. You know, I'm just I'm a hypochondriac, so I'm thinking the worst. So I'm texting him. He's like, okay. He calls me. He was like, what? I'm like, I got to have emergency surgery. He was like, okay, well, I'm in the middle of Timbuktu, Texas, somewhere on a train. I said, okay, so what What does that mean? Are you going to make it here? I said, the surgery's in the morning. Will you be able to get He was like, I don't know. So what he had to do was he had to call, and basically they have to send a van. They have to stop the train, send a van out to wherever the train is, and get him off the train and find another engineer to take his shift. So then they bring him back to uh, his actual yard, which was here in Texas. So it was a whole production. So he's trying to figure it all out. And they're like, well, we can't find anybody. And it's going to be a minute. And he's, he's, you know, hysterical on the phone with me. He was like, they haven't found anybody. I might not make it back. Don't have surgery without me. I'm like, dude, are you crazy? I got to have this. What? No, just do what you do, and I'm going to do what I do, okay? 
So all night long, I have to have the potassium. I mean, every every time they finish with one, they I mean, I guess I was like depleted at this point. I don't know how much potassium I had, but it was awful. Oh, it was just, oh, God, awful. So, okay. The next morning I'm getting up and you have to do all this prep before you have surgery. Like I said, I've never had surgery before. So I didn't know what was to be expected. They throw you in a shower. They give you this stuff to clean yourself off with. So it's antibacterial stuff. So by the time I'm doing all of this, and don't forget, I'm a big germaphobe too. So I'm trying to be in the shower and not touch anything. I'm just like, oh, I hear people get staph infections in hospitals. I'm just like in my head. So at this time, my husband hasn't made it yet. So the nurse comes in and she was like, okay, they're getting ready to prep you. So she said, they're going to come get y'all like my husband has a maid. And she was like, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, well, we got to do what we got to do. So as they are coming in the room, he finally made it. Thank God. Okay. So he comes in, gives me a big hug and kiss. I was like, oh, thank God. So I said, okay, well, you, that nurse was like, well, you got to walk and talk. Because we're walking down the hallway. We're taking her straight to surgery. So as we are um, going down the hallway, they ask the question, do you have any objects or metal or piercings or anything before we go into surgery? Because the nurse is like, I forgot to ask you when we did your paperwork. So I'm like, no. So my husband stops and he says, You've got those staples in your ear. I look at him. I'm like, oh, crap. And so the nurse is like, staples? What are you talking about? So he's like, she had to go get her ear staple because she's trying to lose weight. He goes into this whole rant. She's trying to lose weight, and she had to go to the acupuncturist, and she has her ear staple. So I probably have, like, two people on both sides. I'm in the middle of a hallway with this thing on my head, you know, and a gown, my butt hanging out. I've got two people on each side of the gurney, my husband standing there. And everybody's like, you asking me stupid questions. You got your ear staple? I'm like, yes, I got my ear staple. Y'all haven't heard of people getting their ear staple? And they're like, no. And so the nurse is like, and it helps you lose weight. And so, you know, we're having a girl moment by this time. And so I'm like, yeah. And she was like, we got to talk about that after the surgery. I said, okay. I said, well, what am I supposed to do? She said, we're going to have to take them out. I said, do you know how much these staples cost me to get my ears staple? She said, well, do you want to have the surgery? So my husband is like, okay, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, but I just got my ears. I said, you all can't have the surgery without taking the staples out. They were like, no. So I said, okay. So they said, well, did they tell you, did they give you instructions on how to take them out when you went to the acupuncturist? I said, no, because I'm supposed to go back and have them take them out. So I don't know how to take the staples out. So we're all sitting. Now we're in the hallway going to the actual surgery room. And we're all just standing around there with our thumbs up our noses trying to figure out how to take the staples out. So then one guy says, well, if it's like a true staple, I guess we get a staple remover. And so I'm flat on my back looking up. I'm like, well, I guess that does make all the sense in the world. Okay. So they wheel me into the operating room and they come in there with a staple remover. And they take the staples out of my ear. Okay. But of course I was pissed because I was thinking like it hurts so bad that I didn't want to do it again. So I was thinking like, okay, 
well, maybe me having this gallbladder surgery will be the backup to my staples and I'll still lose weight, is what I was thinking. Let me say that's what I was banking on. But sadly, for my 40th birthday, I didn't lose the weight. And you know what? It was okay. My gallbladder was gone. And, you know, there's a story that I'll always remember. I got my ears stapled, and I only had them for two days. But it was what it was. Thanks for listening. This is MJ, and I can be reached at put a pin in that 72 on Instagram. If you have any medical stories or any kind of crazy, funny stories that you'd like to share, I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, I hope that put a smile on your face or made you laugh out loud.